Hey friends, welcome to the City Hope Podcast. My name is Bobby Thompson and I have the privilege of serving as a lead pastor. I pray that today's message would inspire you, it would encourage you, and it would also challenge you in your walk with Christ. Enjoy today's sermon. What? <laughs> oh, you guys are worried that smoking kills. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Did you know? Did you know that you're three times more likely to die from diabetes than you are lung cancer? Anybody know that? I bet if I pulled out a Snickers, nobody would have said anything. <laughs> right? As a matter of fact, the, the leading cause of lung cancer today is no longer cigarettes. It's DNA. So pretty much you can smoke for a really long time and not get lung cancer these days. <clears throat> I, I, was, uh, I was using this argument on my wife and kids the other day, even though I just made all that up. Uh, I, I was using my argument on them, and uh, three of them believed me. Three of them believed me, and one of them took up smoking. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> Eric, thanks for letting me borrow that. I pre- <laughs> <laughs> Your words have a lot of power to make people believe things. Your words can, can take someone and literally change their mind. Your words can uh, alter people's lives. They can tear people down. They can lift people up. There is a lot of power in your words. And uh, this week, we're going to be looking in James chapter number three. And I bet you can guess what we're going to talk about Today, James chapter three, as we walk through the book of James, is uh, it's a very challenging book. It's a very uh, convicting book, and uh, we're going to read a couple verses today. So, uh, as we normally do here, if you found that, if you have your Bible, let's stand to our feet in honor of the reading of God's word. We're going to be in James chapter three, and we're going to read the first. Uh, we're going to start in verse three and go to verse number ten. So let's read this. Now, if we put bits into the mouths of horses so that they obey us, we direct their whole bodies. And consider ships, though very large and driven by fierce winds, they are guided by a very small rudder wherever the will of the pilot directs. So too, though the tongue is small part of the body, it boasts great things. Consider how a small fire sets ablaze a large forest, for the tongue is a fire. The tongue, a world of unrighteousness, is placed among our members. It stains the whole body, sets the whole course of life on fire, and it itself is set on fire by hell. Verse 7, every kind of animal, bird, reptile, and fish, is tamed and been tamed and has been tamed by humankind, but no one can tame the tongue. It is a restless evil full of deadly poison. With the tongue we bless our Lord, our Father, and with it we also curse people who are made in God's likeness. Blessing and cursing come out of the same mouth. My brothers and sisters, these things should not be this way. Would you pray with me? Father, I pray that today you would speak into our hearts. Lord, we want to experience you today. Speak life into us. 
Speak change into us. Speak courage into us. Speak boldness into us. God, help us to listen for what you have to say. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. So this morning, I wanted to get you to help me with my sermon title. Uh, if you've been here with us, I don't always title my sermons, but when they come out, they just, they just uh, uh, show up. I have to uh, title them. And so I want you to help me with that. As a matter of fact, just look at your neighbor right now. And this is what I want you to tell your neighbor. You better watch your mouth. All right. Go ahead. And tell your neighbor right now. <laughs> tell him you better watch your mouth. <clears throat> <clears throat> I wonder how many of us parents in the room have said that exact saying before. I wonder how many of us maybe have said that this week. Uh, I wonder maybe you were one of those children who uh, this was tough for you and you heard that saying a lot growing up. Uh, But this is likely a saying all of us have heard. You better watch your mouth. And um, I'm going to be honest with you today, as I mentioned a second ago, I, I'm going to give you guys a lot of information about my life today. This, this chapter is, is <laughs> it's, it's getting in my business, very convicting topic. But as I've looked through the book of James, something has continually jumped out at me that James puts a lot of emphasis on our words. James puts almost every single chapter, he puts a lot of emphasis on our word. The tongue is a very important thing to James. There's 108 verses from from chapter 1 to chapter 5 at the end, and 46 of those verses talk about the tongue and speech and what we have to say. That's 43% of the entire book of James has something to say about our words. It's a big deal. I think the key verse for this entire book, uh, if you had to pick one, I think it's found in chapter 1, verse 26. It says this, If anyone thinks he is religious without controlling his tongue... His religion is useless, and he deceives himself. I think James is really wanting us to understand there is power in your words. So we all speak a lot of words, some more than others, right? On average, on average, men speak about 20,000 words per day, okay? On average, women speak about 30,000 words per day with gusts up to 50,000 words up to a, 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 a day. <clears throat> How many of you know somebody that speaks a lot of words? You don't have to look at them, but yeah, you just, yeah. <laughs> every single day, think about this. Every single day, you and I speak thousands of words. Some of them are, are carefully crafted and planned and thought out, but some of them are spoken impulsively. Some are spoken in quiet. Some are spoken with more volume. <laughs> Some of them are spoken with, with the desire to help and courage and to lift up. Others are spoken with the, the mindset behind them to, to hurt, to belittle, to retaliate. The Bible makes it very clear that your tongue tells a lot about you. Your tongue uh, is very, very telling. It reveals a lot about your spiritual health. It reveals about, uh, a lot about your maturity, especially what's in your heart. In the Gospel of Matthew, Matthew says, or, or, or he, it reads, Don't you see that whatever enters the mouth goes into the stomach and then out of the body? And then look at verse 18. But the things that come out of a person's mouth come from the heart. So he's saying your words are telling a lot about what's in your heart. 
Our words show what's in our heart. We're going to dig into that a little deeper here in a moment. With that understanding, I want to look at what James has to say in chapter 3 about our tongue. And so to this morning, I want to give you three realities about your words. Three realities about your words. Number one is this. Your words affect your direction. Your words affect your direction. Look back at verse 3. It says, if we put bits into the mouths of horses so that they obey us, we direct their whole bodies. Consider ships, though very large and driven by fierce winds, they are guided by a very small rudder wherever the will of the pilot directs. So too, though the tongue is a small part of the body, it boasts great things. This very small but very critical and crucial part of your body. And I love this illustration that he uses of, of horses and ships, these, these massive animals. And, and I, I brought a horse bit with me this morning. First time I've ever seen one. Uh, but uh, look at this. This is a horse bit. And um, it goes in the horse's mouth. And, and, and you guys know what a, a horse, this massive, huge, strong beast of an animal, can be controlled by this little bitty thing right here. I love this. I love this analogy that he says, like you can keep your horse in check. He says you can direct where you want the horse to go with just this little bitty bit. And, and, and James uses that that illustration to help us understand that your tongue directs your life. It affects your direction. And he says you can you can direct the whole body. The whole body can be changed by your tongue. Your tongue controls your body. Your words can literally change your life. And, and I want you to hear this this morning. And if you're a note taker, write this down. If you change the way you speak, you can change the course of your life. If you change the way you speak, you can change the course of your life. He says, he, he says you can change your whole body. You can, the whole ship turns, the whole horse turns, the whole thing, all because of the tongue. I think one of the primary reasons why so many people get stuck, why so many people get uh, depressed, and so many, because they can't control their tongue. So many people struggle because they can't control their tongue. Everything is always negative. It's always hurtful. They always put people down. They, it's just a constant just fountain of negativity. All, ultimately, that person will live a negative and stagnant life because your words affect your direction. Think about words that have changed your life. For some of you, you've, you've stood across an aisle or stood next to your, your uh, engaged loved one and you said a, t a couple of words. What'd you say? You said, I do. And it changed the direction of your life forever. Think about if maybe you've stood before a judge and the judge said, not guilty, changed your life forever. You stood before a doctor and the doctor said, cancer free, no more. Changed your life forever. When you said yes, many of you in here, you said yes to Jesus. And you said, yes, God, I trust you. You're my Lord. I'm going to make you Lord and Savior of my life. And it changed the direction of your life. I'll never forget three separate moments when my three daughters, 
They came to Shira and I. They said, I want to ask Jesus into my heart. It changed their life, but it changed my life. And as a parent, that's something that we so desperately want to hear our children speak. Your words are powerful. And when we speak words of faith, when we speak words of of being spirit-filled and God-filled words, we're directed by Him. But this is the hard part of of, of work that James is talking about, to control your tongue. and, And you have to be under the guidance of the Holy Spirit. But he says that small little part of your body can control all of it. So our words affect our direction. Number two, the second reality I want you to see is your words can strengthen or your words can strangle. Look what he says in verse 6. Look at this next illustration he uses. The tongue is a fire. The tongue, a world of unrighteousness, is placed among members. It stains the whole body, sets the course of life. Again, it affects your direction, sets the course of life on fire. And is itself a fire by hell. Your words can bring destruction. James uses this illustration like the unbridled tongue can bring about destruction. There is so much power in your words. Many of you grew up, I don't know if if people still say this today, many of you grew up and heard that old saying, sticks and stones may hurt my bones, but words will never hurt me. What a load of crap, right? Like Somebody lied to us about that. There's power in your words. Oftentimes, the hurtful words that we hear from our loved ones last a lot longer than the scars or the bruises or the bumps, right? The hurtful words get played over and over and over. Words like, I hate you. Words like, I don't want to be with you anymore. Words like, I don't have anything to do. Words like, I'm leaving. Maybe someone's told you, you'll never be anything. You're not worth anything. The words can bring scars that last a lifetime. Your words that your tongue say can destroy families. They can destroy friendships. They can devastate relationships. They can tarnish trust. They can hurt and they can humiliate. They can destroy everything we have and everything we've worked for. And if you think about it, sometimes... We say things, and, and if you're like me, you say things, and, and you wish you could grab it and put it back in, right? You, you wish you could, dang it on it, why did I say that? I wish I could. But sometimes, oftentimes, our words can never be fully taken back. The little tongue can be so destructive, it can destroy. I saw this, I saw this illustration, and I thought, man, this is good. I want to use this. Can I borrow you for a second, Maya? All right, come here. Have, have we talked about anything? Do you have any idea what's about to happen? No? Okay. Are you nervous? Oh, good, good. All right, just face me. All right, here's what I want you to do. I want you to just put your arms out like this, okay? And I'm going to put my hands here. Don't let me push your arms down, okay? Ready? Man, you're strong. All right, okay. All right. Now, I want you to repeat after me. Speak a little loud so everybody can hear you, okay? All right? Um, I am stupid. I am stupid. I am so dumb. I am so dumb. Nobody likes me. Nobody likes me. I have no friends. I have no friends. I'm worthless. I'm worthless. I'm never going to be anything. I'm never going to be anything. All right, put your arms out. Don't let me push down. <laughs> Don't let me push down. See how, see how different that was? Watch. I am somebody. I am somebody. 
am somebody. I am special. I am special. God loves me. God loves me. I can do all things through Christ. I can do all things through Christ. I'm worthy. I'm worthy. All right, put your arms out. Don't let me push down. You see the difference? You see the difference? Thank you. Give Maya a little hand here. You're pretty strong. <laughs> Good words. Good words. Good words. Our words are powerful. I was trying not to let me push down, but those arms were just coming. They were just going. See, the words have an impact on our lives. Words, words do something to us. As I was thinking about this, and again, I'm, I'm telling you guys, I'm, I'm, I'm in a lot of my own business today. Men, let me, let me talk to you in the room. Dads, husbands, I think, I think all of us need to watch our words. All of us need to be careful about what we say. But I think the role of a man, the role of a father, the role of a husband, we have to be extra careful about our words. Your words are powerful to your spouse. Your words are powerful to your kids. And we have to understand and we have to know that my words are either going to strengthen my relationships or they're going to strangle my relationships. My words have power. But I want to, I want to dig a little bit deeper here and I want you to just kind of, kind of get a little selfish. I'm going to give you permission to get a little selfish here this morning because I think this is so, 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 so important. What about the words you speak to yourself? Some of you are like, oh gosh. Outside of, outside of prayer, outside of my, my, my words to the Lord, I think the, the words I speak to myself are the, the most important conversation that happens outside of prayer. What do I say when I look at myself in the mirror, when I think about myself, or, or when, I'm, when I'm looking in the rearview mirror of life and all that I've done, what do I say? I want, I want to ask you this question today, and I want you to write this down. I want you to think about it this week and, and pray about it. What do you tell yourself about yourself? What do you tell yourself about yourself? Some of you right now, you can immediately, like, you just go, like, man, I'm, I'm very negative to myself. I don't speak a lot of positivity to myself. I don't, I'm very self-defeating. I don't, I don't think much about myself. I, I put on a good front, and, and yet nobody would ever know that. But the reality is I don't think very highly of myself. I think this is, this is so important. Why? Because you can weaken your ability to serve Jesus by the words you speak to yourself. By, by, by the, negative, the, the negative things that are going on in your mind, in your heart, about you, we can weaken our ability. And not only do we weaken our ability to serve God, but again, stay with me, we weaken our ability to serve our spouse. We weaken our ability to serve our children because of the words we're telling ourselves. The words we're speaking to our own heart. We speak negative words and it fills us up with negativity, right? Remember that old saying that, that mama used to say? Garbage in, garbage out, right? And for some of you, that's, that's what you're filling your heart up with. You're filling your heart up with garbage about you. You're filling your heart up with garbage about yourself and negativity and you're not this and you're never going to be this. You're never going to be this. Remember what Matthew says? The things that come out of a person's mouth come from the heart. 
For so many people, I believe, that we're working against God's will in our lives because of the way we speak to ourselves. We're strangling ourselves. The enemy has a stronghold. For some of you, you know this, like like you you don't even have to think about it. You know the enemy has this this death grip on you and and the negative things that you speak. and, and, And you need to start declaring God's word over your life. Because we can strengthen our ability to serve God by the words we speak to ourselves. This is so crucial. This is so important. As a matter of fact, I want to do something just a little bit different. I didn't really plan on this today, but I just feel kind of led uh, by the Lord to do this. I want to ask you right now, all over this room, just bow your heads. Just bow your heads, and, 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 and I want to do this little, little exercise, if you will. Right where you sit, right where you sit, I want to say a couple promises. I'm going to say a couple words that, that God's word says. This isn't Bobby. I didn't make this up. And right where you sit, in your heart, I want you to repeat what I say about yourself. I am chosen. I am worthy. I was created by God. I have a purpose. I am loved. I am redeemed. I am forgiven. All right, look up at me. Look up at me. That's God's words about you. I didn't make those up. That's that's what God's word says about his people. That's what God's word tells us that he thinks about you. That's what he wants you to believe. That's what he wants you to get through, through into your heart. And, and, and I want to just encourage you, start declaring God's words over your heart, over your family. Speak God's promises into the hearts of your children. Because I promise you, the words that they're hearing that this world is throwing at them isn't the, the right kind of positive words that you want them to be saying and hearing. Because what I am filled up with is what is going to come out. Believe in and speak God's promises. Because your words have the strength, your words have the power to strengthen or to strangle. Number three, number three, your words demonstrate your condition. This is a tough one. I'm going to be honest with you. This is a tough one. Your words demonstrate your condition. With the tongue, verse 9, with the tongue we bless our Lord and Father, and with it we curse people who, made, who were made in God's likeness. Blessing and cursing come out of the same mouth. My brothers and sisters, these things should not be this way. James is saying to, to, the, to these Christians, and he's trying, to, he's trying to bring them back. He's trying to help them uh, understand what, what living a life of, uh, of following after God looks like. And he says, guys, listen. You, you, you can't be a hypocrite. Your words can't be two-time in here, right? Like, like, like one minute you're praising God and the next minute you're cussing out the people of God, right? He said it, it just doesn't make sense. 
And, and, and for some of us, the way that we can relate today is, is on Sunday, you're, you're singing worship songs, but on Monday, you're cussing out people in traffic, right? On, on Sunday, you're, you're saying, hey, brother, and you're praying, and you're shaking hands, and you're, everything's good. But then on, on Wednesday, you're, 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 you're spitting venom and, and cussing out somebody who did you wrong. James is saying it doesn't work that way. And and what he's saying is the reason why you're double tongued is it's revealing something that's going on inside of you at the core. And it shouldn't be this way. Some of you sit here this morning and your words. You realize, man, I got to start working on this. I was listening to a, a podcast the other day. Um. It wasn't the, the, the greatest podcast in the world, but it was this guy that I was interested in, and he's not a Christian at all. He's not a believer. and He started telling his story, and he talked about, and, and one of the first things he said is, oh, I hate my dad. He's an idiot. He's, he's stupid. He died when he, was, he had cancer, and, and I just, he was the worst dad ever. But about every third sentence, he talked about his dad. And I listened to this podcast for an hour. And I don't think three minutes went by without him mentioning his dad. Yeah, my dad did this, and my dad said this. And but at the very beginning, he said, oh, I hate my dad. He's, he's a terrible dad. And I'm sitting there going, as I'm, as I'm studying for this, and I'm sitting there going, his words are showing the condition of his heart. What's inside is what's coming out. And I wish someone would be able to walk with this guy and, and help him understand. It's the, he may say that I hate my dad, but it really comes back to is I really love my dad and I want him to accept me. What's inside is what's coming out. And the reason why this is so important is because if you can identify these things, it can help the people around you love you better. If you can identify what's going on in your heart, it can help your spouse. It can help think about the things that are going on in your children's lives and in their heart. It can really help you because what their, their words are telling on them, right? Their words are letting you know what's going on. And I, and I just, I, I want you to see this and you can take a picture of it, write it down. I, I, I don't know, but I want to just walk through this real quick. I hope this is helpful for some of you. But I want you to, I want you to see this. The, the harsh tongue, the harsh tongue reveals an angry heart. A negative tongue reveals an anxious heart. An overactive tongue reveals an unsettled heart. A critical tongue reveals a bitter heart. A compassionate tongue reveals a loving heart. Encouraging tongue, a happy heart. A truthful tongue, an honest heart. Now, these are just a few, and, 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 and I want you to just... Take some time this week. Take some time this week between you and the Lord in that conversation and ask God to help reveal the condition of your heart. Play back some of your recent conversations. Play back some of those, some of those words. So what, what, the last time you and your, your spouse got into a, an argument, play back some of those words. Like, is it really because you spend an extra $20 at Target? Is that the real issue? 
Use your words as, as a guide to discover the condition of your heart. Because James and, and uh, you know, a lot of the word of God makes it very clear that the words that we speak demonstrate the condition of our heart. Our words come from our heart. And maybe you're here today and you, you say, man... It's kind of opened my eyes a little bit, kind of revealing. <clears throat> Words these days aren't always uh, thought out well. Words these days are often spoke with and behind emotions. Even the stuff you basically read on articles or social media, we can tell what's going on in a person's heart by their words. Now, here's what I don't want you to walk out of here to do. I don't want you to walk out of here today and, and try to do all of this by yourself. All right? All right, I got I to gotta get better. I got to, you know, get a cussing jar at home. Every time I cuss, I got to put a dollar. Like, I got to, I, I, I mean, and those things are fine. Go do that if you want. But, but, but if you want to tame your tongue, if you want to have a true change and, and not just a, 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 you know, okay, I, I got a little bit better for the first three weeks and then I kind of slipped back into to doing these things I shouldn't. If you want to tame your tongue, I think the Bible makes it very, very clear. Well, it starts with the heart. It starts in your heart. It doesn't start with your behaviors, like, like not cussing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm just picking on that one. But, but not, not being rude and demeaning to your spouse or not, not uh, being negative and, and, and to your kids. It, it's more than just a behavior modification. It's something going on in your heart. And if you want to tame your tongue, it's, it's not education. All right. It's not learning how to speak better words. It's not getting bigger words and a bigger vocabulary. It's transformation of your heart. It's true change in your heart. That's the only thing that is going to truly change our tongue. Jesus offers this transformation in our hearts. Jesus offers a new heart. This is in Christ. Old things are gone. New things are gone are coming, and that includes your language. A new life in Christ is the way to transform your tongue. And you can start that relationship today. I'm going to ask Maya to, to, to come on back up, and she's going to just kind of play softly. And You know, anytime I, I speak the Word of God, I believe that there's power. I believe that there's, there's people that, you know, God put this message on my heart for, for such a time as this. And some of you are new here. Some of you, this is your first time. And it's not a coincidence that what we're talking about today. God wanted you to hear this message. What I don't want to do is speak this truth from the, from the word of God and then all of us just leave here and forget about it and not do anything. So maybe you sit here today and the Holy Spirit is, is just stirring. Maybe the Holy Spirit's stirring and you realize today that, you know, I can, I can trace my words. And I don't really like, I don't really like where my words are right now. I don't really like the way that I speak to people and my spouse, my kids, my friends. 
I want to just start with a, a simple question. As, as we've talked about today, as God makes so clear, it starts with our heart, right? What, what's in my heart is what comes out. The first question I have to ask is, is, do you have Jesus in your heart? Do you have Jesus in your heart? Now, now, let me make this perfectly clear. You can have Jesus in your heart and you're still going to say words you regret, right? You're, you're still going to do things and speak words and say, oh, shoot, I shouldn't have said that. It doesn't, it doesn't make you perfect, right? But it brings you back to this place of, Okay, I gotta repent, I gotta change, I, I, gotta, I gotta get more Jesus in my heart because what's coming out, I gotta figure this out, Lord. So do you have Jesus in your heart? The Bible says the heart is deceitful, but it starts in the heart. If you wanna transform your tongue, it starts with a relationship with Jesus. Here in just a, just a, a few minutes, we're going to leave and there's going to be people going everywhere. We're going to start tearing down, but there's a tent right out back. There's a tent out front. And we want to kind of put this ball in your court. If you're here today and, and you say, Bobby, I don't, I don't have a relationship with Jesus, that's, that's the place you need to start. I've heard about him and I go to church and, and I grew up, you know, I know some of the songs. I know some verse. I know John 3, 16, but, but I don't have a relationship with Jesus. Can I just encourage you start that today? Get that taken care of today. That's where it starts. Stop by one of the tents and just say, hey, can I? Can I talk to you about my relationship with Jesus and our people have been praying for you? Our people would be more than willing to take God's word and show you what it means to have a relationship with him. Now, the majority of us here most likely have that relationship. You're, you're firm in your relationship with Christ. You've, you've confessed. You've believed in your heart. You, you've asked Jesus to come into your life. And let me ask you a couple questions. Are you using your tongue to bring glory to God? Or are you just using your tongue to get through another day? Are you using your words to build up or to tear down? And this chapter has convicted me so heavily. I'm going to be honest with you. One of the places that this really has convicted my heart is in my prayer life. The words I say to God. The words I don't say to God. Maybe you're like me and the place that you need to start this week is on your knees. You need to speak Speak to your Heavenly Father. You've got the relationship part down. You got, you, you, you're solid there. But maybe you need to start on your knees in your prayer life. I want to challenge each and every one of you, no matter if you have a relationship with the Lord or not, I want to challenge you to pray this prayer with me this week. In Psalm chapter 19, look what the psalmist says. He says, May the words of my mouth the meditation of my heart be acceptable to you, Lord, my rock and my redeemer. What if I got up every day and prayed that prayer? God, today, may the words of my mouth and the things that are going on inside of my heart, because that's what's going to come out. Would it be acceptable to you, Lord, my rock and my redeemer? Let's go use our words to strengthen, to lift up, to encourage and in those moments where we find ourselves 
speaking negative to ourselves, speaking uh, uh, um, unrighteousness and, and unholy things, we got to remember God's promises and allow his word to define who you are, not your feelings, but allow God's promises to give you hope. Let's pray. Father, I just thank you so much for another day that we can come and look into your word. Lord, just as James said, I think we can all see and understand the power that we have with our tongue. Lord, there's some, there's some men and women in this room that have such an encouraging tongue. They're a joy to be around. And I just, I just pray that you would give them courage and boldness to continue to be louder. For those of us that, that maybe tend to lean more negative, Help us to discover what's going on in our heart while we're, while we're that way. Give it to you to transform our heart, to clean our heart, to give us new mercies every morning. I pray for the, for the young lady in this room today who speaks a lot of negativity to herself. Lord, I pray that she would be able to see what you see. I pray for the men in this room that maybe something that was said by our father or something that wasn't said by our father, something that we didn't receive that's living in our heart, God. I pray that we would be able to identify that and bring it to you and get that healing so that our words would change, so that you could change the course of our lives. For some of us, we've been stuck in this rut for so long and, and we do good and we, 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 we have some behavior modification for a little bit, but then we fall right back. It's because our heart hasn't changed. God, give us the courage just to step out and say, I need to change my heart and I'm, I'm going to do what it takes. May City Hope Church be a church of encouragement, of empowerment, of lifting up the name of Jesus. Lord, just as we sang a few minutes ago, I speak the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray that this week the words of our mouth and the meditation of our heart would be pleasing to you. It's in your holy name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Mike. Thanks again for tuning in with us today. We would love to connect with you, and the best way to do that is through social media or go straight to our website. God bless you, and have a wonderful day.